The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fastest. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. What's going on? How's it going, Alessia? Going great, Ryan. I saw this post today on Facebook from a radio show up in a different market. And let me tell you, it was the laziest Facebook post of all time. It was a BuzzFeed article saying that you should not be allowed to wear pajama pants in public. And when I read the comment section, you would have thought this was World War II. People were attacking each other. People were saying mean things. I literally wore pajama pants the other day. That's what I'm saying. Is that bad? I did feel kind of... You don't do it during the day. (laughs) You feel that you never want to wear pajama pants at like two in the afternoon at... Publix, but if you're going to Wawa at two in the morning, that's when you can wear it. That's the proper time slot. Also, if they're like solid color and not plaid, I think you can get away with it, right? Yeah, men definitely have to wear underwear though, because if it'll feel weird, and then also it'll just there's that one percent chance that your pants could fall down. That's the one weird part about not wearing underwear is like it's not going to happen. But if your pants fell down, at least for me. I usually, I would say only when I was single in like 2015, when I was very lazy, I would just wear pajama pants when I would go to Wawa at like two in the morning with a shirt. Now I have class and I don't do that anymore. I'm just being real. And there's a vibe where you feel like, man, if somebody were to pants me right now, everything would be out. When you have the underwear on, it's like a safety. But you think like your greatest fear isn't that people are looking and judging. No. It's that the 1% yes. chance that for some reason your pants will blow down. Because then it's indecent <laughs> exposure. Because you, you have to think the times that I was wearing it, going out in public, right. nothing beats going to Wawa at two in the morning. I don't do it as much because I go to bed early, but in my... Mid-20s, I loved just allegedly smoking or drinking, and then I was like a mile from Wawa, so I would just walk off the uh, toxins and go to Wawa at like 2 in the morning and get like mashed potatoes and meatball subs and chips and like a Coke for like 28 bucks. It was the best. I was just about to ask you, because there's some hype around Wawa's food, and this is not sponsored, but I have never really been inside a Wawa. Oh, it, you've never been inside a Wawa. I mean, I don't think so, no. You've been on this planet 25 years and you've <laughs> never been in a Wawa. No. What's the hype? What's your favorite thing there? What do I do? Their meatball sub, which is only available during the day. It's not at night. But when you get it <laughs> during the day and you get more meatballs for like 95 more cents. Oh my God. And you get bacon with it. Oh, it's delicious. It's good munchy food too. You're bringing me back. You're going to think this is actually, let's hear what you think about this. You're bringing me back to my 7-Eleven Cuban sandwich days on the late night. 
Oh my God. Have we lived the same life back in my old radio days at my old radio job when I was getting up at four in the morning uh, to work till 4 p.m. In my like early 20s, after my first breakup, I had kind of a crisis where because I never left the house when I was with her, when I was 24 in 2018, whatever the math is, yeah. I felt like I had to be up at all times because I was missing out on life. That's how I was in my early 20s. Like after the Pulse nightclub shooting, I was like, I'm going to be dead someday, so I can't go to bed. But then I would go to bed after a day. But there were moments that I felt like I couldn't sleep. And this was five years ago. And that night I had one of those Cubans from 7-Eleven. And oh my God, it slapped so hard, especially when they press it for you. And they put it in the oven. Oh, my God. It might be better than Eddie V's. No, it's so good. And hot sauce. You have to have a Cuban with hot sauce. Is that your one snack food or do you have other snacks that you go to for a guilty pleasure? Mine's like Doritos. What's yours? Chocolate. 100%. All the chocolate. Every kind. But my 7-Eleven Cuban days, I mean, this is far behind me. And then I would have said if it was me... 10 years ago on the late night, Taco Bell for sure. Cheesy gordita crunch, maybe two hard shell tacos, all of them with fire sauce. Their tacos, phenomenal. Everything else, I want to love Taco Bell. I want to have my mom give birth to someone who liked Taco Bell. I wish I could go back in time into a time machine and somehow fix the one little gene in my body that goes, you like Taco Bell. Because I'm the one person that thinks it's repulsive. No, I think all fast food is repulsive. I'm talking about Alessia 10 years ago. Wendy's is good. The only fast food restaurant establishment that I will go to on occasion Chick-fil-A. Of course, (laughs) Chick-fil-A, that's it. PDQ, but then if Chick-fil-A is down the street, then- it's Chick-fil-A. I mean, I just, my kids like it. It's the one I feel safest with. All the other ones make me feel sick. Everything is different when you have kids and you have fast food. For me as a single dude, I feel like your order is like 42 bucks. Mine's like 15 at the max. I like, first of all, what do you think of Culver's? Overpriced, but it's okay. I've had it in Wisconsin. I've been to the original one, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back like I'm an elitist, but I know the Midwest better. The chains is just not as good as the original. Okay, I could see that. I like their burgers. I do like Culver's burgers. I will say back in the day when I was late night fast food driving. Yes, it was like a dollar ninety nine. Like my my whole car would order. We just came from the club. Everyone puts their order in. It was like an eighty nine cent burger at McDonald's, and it was like six bucks total for the whole car. When did it become that you go to Chipotle or Chick fil A and drop fifty dollars on your family? Chipotle, <laughs> I will never forget. My order pre COVID and even the beginning of COVID was like eighteen thirty because I would get a large queso and chips, a large drink, a large uh, meal, 18 bucks. Not cheap, but you go, it's worth it for the amount of food I'm getting. That increased by $11. If you go to Chipotle to fill me up because I'm a big guy, $29. We're on the same planet for the same amount of time and we're getting screwed. I don't know who's creating the prices and how this is happening, Inflation. I know that, but I'm just saying whatever created it, that original moment that sparked it, 
we are getting effed so hard. Yeah. Because we're literally, our parents decided to have sex and gave birth to us. We didn't choose <laughs> to be here. You know what I mean? And then we have to go through the grind of life while the boomers are saying goodbye. And it's like, how the hell are we supposed to live? How? No, it's really hard. I'm, like for I'm being dead serious. I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm saying, where is this ending? Because it doesn't seem like it's getting better. And then you just kind of <laughs> accept it every day. You wake up and you're like, I'm not dead yet. And we're getting effed money-wise. It's like, how do we not fix it? I'm not saying there's an easy solution, Alessia, that I'm some economic expert, but I don't think what we're currently doing is working. It is so, so why not change it up? 100%. It's so expensive to live. I don't know how we went from 7-Eleven Cubans to your parents uh, doing it and creating you, but you're right. Life is hard now. Because I'm saying that we didn't choose to be here. I think we did. I, I don't... I believe in science. Gonna, oh, There's no. a before, middle, and then nothing after. And then your parents decided to have sex and you were given that once in a billion year I think opportunity. Like Alessia was in the clouds and she was looking down and she was like, okay, I'm ready. And then I was given a little push and poof, I floated down into a body. And, and Alessia's got to make sure that none of her pictures are in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a joke. I got him out there somewhere. 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. You got to recap this discussion. I just don't care what people wear when they go out in public. I used to care because I was so unhappy with myself in my early 20s that I would judge everybody else because I was being judged. Now I don't care. I simply don't care. If you want to wear pajama pants while having a suit on, go ahead. It's not my life. I forgot we were talking about pajama pants. That yeah. was the original topic of discussion. Of course. I did wear them the other day with my children going out to like Target and I felt some type of way though. I did. I was like, mm, I shouldn't have done this because it's not just a reflection on me now. My kids have to live with the fact that they went out with me. Now, granted, my pajama pants were super cozy, super cute and like a tan flowy pant flowy pant. So you wouldn't have really known, but I knew. So I energetically felt not as hot. You got to not care. We had a very good talk off air and I'm just telling you, you need to be more confident. I have no idea why someone as talented and as pretty and funny as you has no confidence. Oh my gosh. My confidence is here. I was asking Ryan about dating app pictures and now he thinks I'm not confident, which I'm Here's not. what I don't. I haven't been in the dating world for a decade, people. So I'm a little, I'm just, I'm asking Ryan Hoppy. Alessia. Alessia. For advice. Alessia. You have this thing called being a beautiful woman going for you that you need to manifest and realize and you have to envision it in your brain because it's the truth if a man who is overweight gets out of a relationship he's not going to have as many matches as immediately as you would if you made the account today you have this thing going for you you're also really smart because people don't just care about looks anymore but you're really smart and you've made the show better so you make things around you better and you're a good mom i don't know what guys wouldn't be looking for if they were to swipe left on you i'm telling you right now <laughs> i would say don't go on tinder and bumble because that's just gonna lead to hookup culture you need to go on hinge 
Okay. And that's kind of where, like, you kind of have to, like, decorate the profile a little bit. And I don't know why you think you wouldn't get matches. I find that fascinating about women. When women that are drop-dead gorgeous have no confidence in themselves. It's like, I would love to look like you. You seen me lately? I'm six foot nine. I would love to be you. Are you six nine? Yeah. Well, six, eight and a half, but six, nine on the uh, dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> My coworker, Aaron Jacobson, loves that I say that. Tell me something. Yeah, what's You're up? You're on the dating apps, yes? Yes. Okay, what do you look for when you swipe? You have to be honest, <laughs> and then I'm going to be honest about my past experiences on the apps. Do you Go. want me to be 100% honest? Oh, this is I why swipe right. no hope in men. I swipe right on... Everybody. I'll be watching oh a football game and I'm just swiping right until there's no more people in my area because then it's like picking like a random raffle. You might get a hot chick or someone you're not attracted to or a bot. It makes it more fun because if you only swipe right on people you're into and you don't get any matches for a day, you feel low about yourself, Alessia. You go, what am I not portraying that I am such a perfect person? Not at all. That I am so amazing. You think, though, your advice to it's me more fun. would be just swipe, swipe, swipe. Oh, no, not for you. No, no, no. no. Dudes do it because we're just, we're throwing the, uh, I don't know, fishing, the even line, though I've produced. Like, yes, thank you. Even though I've produced like 90 fishing shows. <laughs> you take the line and you're just launching it into the water. Again, I should know this from fishing shows. And it's like bait and everybody Everybody's coming your way. Wait. So you can literally get any successful dude that you deserve to have is going to swipe right. You have this thing going for you. You're a beautiful, talented woman. You are fine. <laughs> I'm blushing as Ryan says this to me right now. I think though, Ryan, if you're swiping on everybody, where are your standards? Let's talk about uh, that. It's just a raffle. You can't take it seriously. Okay, so you're on it for fun. We're right now. We're. I'm not fun. against relationships either. I've been in like ninety of them. What I'm saying is this. I'm so Literally, glad I asked you for advice. You're the person to go to clearly on dating advice. What was I thinking? <laughs> I made a pretty good move. The last one. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I've been through it and I get it. And I'm not against relationships. I am not against relationships at all. I think they are beautiful. So just because I'm swiping right on everybody doesn't mean that I'm not looking for a relationship. It just means I'm looking for whatever. And it's fun because it's like a raffle. You might get a girl you're immediately attracted to or you might get someone that you're going to immediately unmatch from and you think you're better than for no reason. You know what I mean? It's a raffle. You might get somebody good looking. you got to look at it from that angle. When you don't take dating seriously and you realize that the relationship is never yours, you're borrowing it from the universe. My last three exes, they're not here anymore. I was borrowing that relationship and I had a good time. I'm borrowing that bed over there. I'm we're not here forever you, do you know what i'm saying like it's not yours so you can either find a person or you may never find a person who cares it doesn't matter you're fine you have so much going for you you are so talented i feel like i'm in therapy right now you are so talented Alessia. <laughs> i'm in my head right now i will say when i was on the dating apps the things, three things that turned me off the most, which I'm sure most women can relate to just from girlfriends I've talked to, this is what we do not like. But again, not speaking for every woman. Okay, number one, hunting photos. I know it's overplayed. I don't do it. The second I see a hunting photo, it's an immediate left swipe. 
I will say fishing photos. I feel like that's so overplayed, especially because we're in Florida. I just think everyone has a dang fishing photo. And I'm like, if you can smoke me some fish dip, then I'm okay. But other than that, maybe not. You know what would get people to get Alessia to swipe right on them? Not the picture of you next to the dead animal. A picture of you next to that meal that they created from the dead animal. That's the way to get people to get you to swipe right on them. If they're at a fancy luncheon or they're at a family party and they just take a picture in front of the oven and they have a whole meal of crab or whatever, then you're going to swipe right on them. Am I correct? Because you're going, that man can cook and actually do something with the fishing. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I would say I would like that. Let me continue with what I don't like, though. Uh-oh. Next one. Mere selfies on a guy and his pants are too low or uh, an in-bed selfie. The next number three would be if you have any children in your photos, even if there's a heart or a smiley face emoji over their face, no. Do you not have any other photos you can post? Why are you subjecting children to the app, even if their faces are covered? I don't like it. It's an immediate left swipe for me. So, Fishing, hunting, if you're ultra conservative, I don't think that's going to work for me. I'm more a lover of all. And yeah, just don't put children in your photos and don't take raunchy selfies. There we go. So Brian Donovan from iHeartMedia gave me some advice that I really took to heart. Do you know what it is? That I have to give you space when you're talking and not just make it about me and keep talking all the time. So I wrote down every single topic that you just said, and I'm going to go through it individually because the previous show, you would have said fishing and I would have been like, oh, let me tell you about fishing. But I let you say them all in order and now we're going to break it down. I just want to tell Munchie that I'm listening to him. With the babies in the picture, it's even worse on Facebook dating. Here's why it's worse on- There's Facebook dating? Okay, I'm sorry. Go, continue. (laughs) So let me first explain Facebook dating. Facebook dating is like the secret menu at McDonald's or Burger King. Not everybody knows about it, but when you get that average meal, it's worth it because it's not as good as Hinge, even though it's hard to get matches on Hinge. But Facebook dating is just people you are attracted to and they are a Facebook friend away. A lot of times there's five mutual friends, so you immediately get to look at their profile to see if they're actually worth dating. Oh, the women totally don't do that with the men. Get the hell out of here. Here's what I'm saying. Facebook dating is amazing because the person's guaranteed to be real. You're not gonna get catfished. You're not gonna give away your social security number to find your future husband. You. You literally have the profile right in front of you. I didn't even know Facebook dating was a thing. And they hide it from everybody. Do they? And also, I have to say for the record, this conversation gives me the most anxiety. I thought it was my triple espresso from Pineapple Espresso, (laughs) but it's not. That's called dating. You've been out of it for a decade, so you don't realize all the anxiety that everyone's going through at all times because they're trying to find their one because they were told by previous generations that were in loveless marriages that never got divorced because of their ego that you have to find your one and only in life. I Do you ever notice that unless unless it's like a really happy couple, like the one in 10, all of us are going through bad breakups. Every millennial seems to be going through bad breakups in their life. The boomers, 
didn't really go through as many breakups unless they're about to die or in their 50s. Gen X, they just do open relationships and claim to have a marriage. But us millennials, we have integrity. We're just dumping people left and right. And the other generations are like, ooh, you've been through relationships and you're not married yet? Who's to say that your relationship's working because we just see you guys pose on a picture for Facebook and you just didn't divorce each other for 17 years that that means that the results are good? It would be better to always be single than to force a marriage because of your ego and then you sleep around because that's not a marriage. That's just going to the uh, STD clinic every month to make sure that you're healthy so you can bang your wife once a month. I mean, us millennials, we have integrity. I think some of us have integrity. Most of us do. Millennials is a great generation. I definitely think I have integrity. I would love to find somebody with integrity, but you don't see that in the person's photos when you're swiping, unfortunately. I also have this fantasy of like touching an avocado at the same time in a grocery store and like meeting someone not on social media. I feel like people that met at like Trader Joe's have like the best relationship ever. Trader Joe's. (laughs) would be like top of list for if I could that and like a Tampa Bay lightning game I would love to meet someone there maybe if it's one of the lightning players like holla at me or something there's a very beautiful local news anchor in Tampa Bay and I met her husband two years ago in the hot tub at at LA LA Fitness on 22nd (laughs) Avenue in St. Petersburg. And he met the news anchor who's beautiful at a Tampa Bay Lightning game. I feel like there's love in the air at the Lightning because it's a fun vibe. I feel like the Buccaneers, it's really tense and kind of white trash at times. And then when you go to the Rays, oh, it's so popping there. Here's what I'm saying. There's love in the air with the Bolts. Yeah, no, for sure. There's something in the environment that just makes you all giddy. And I feel like there's a lot of attractive, successful people at the Lightning Games. It's a vibe. And I love hockey. So if they're there, it's already a match. Well, here's what it is. I want to go back to talking about the boomers. People, real quick, about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tickets aren't cheap, but tickets aren't insanely expensive. So there's a minimum of class that is going to be at a Tampa Bay Lightning game. At least the middle class that don't act up. For people that go to other games that don't cost as much or that it's easier to get free tickets, that's where you're getting the imbeciles that don't know how to act. I'm not saying there's not buffoons that have money. But I'm just saying that's what's good about the Tampa Bay Lightning is you see families going, you see bros that make 70000 a year that just want to have a fun night. You see successful people there because you have to be a certain class to be able to either afford the tickets or have a good job that will provide them for you even if you don't make enough money to get the tickets. You're always going to be classy when you're at the Tampa Bay Lightning game. It's just a certain vibe you get when you look around because I've worked about 90 promotion uh, gigs, which was a lot of fun back in my old job. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a certain class that's always going to be at a lightning game. Yeah, always. I think that would be a spot to meet. Um, where else would I want to meet someone? I don't know. A library? I'm super boring. I will say the other generations, so many reasons to stay together and to not. I do think nowadays there's just so many options, so much in your face. 
and I think it's affecting relationships. I I think there's a there's a double a two edged sword. Double edge. Double edged sword to this, right? It's good that women especially have the choice to now be independent and leave relationships. Whereas a few decades ago, that wasn't the case. So that's its own thing. And it's a whole topic we can go down. The other side to this is that I think people in general just aren't sticking it out the way I think they should. Because there's so (laughs) many options out there with social media. I mean, would you say you're old school? No, I definitely would not say I'm old school. I love that people are so independent. I love that they're finding themselves. I love that they're, if they're not happy, they're moving forward. And in some situations I back it, but in other situations I'm like, okay, well if you're, oh, okay. You don't have a spark with your wife. Well, when was the last time you went on a date with her? Oh, uh, it's been a year since you took your wife on a date. Well, maybe the logical thing would be to like, have that quality time with her because quality time is what's going to grow the spark. If you have a plant, it's funny I say this to my therapist, if you have a plant and you don't water it, what do you expect to happen? I'm just saying people, like sometimes you have to water your damn plant and you have to take that quality time with the person to make the spark stay alive. People don't want to do that. The spark dies and they want to move on to the next thing. And I think that is where people miss out on the fulfillment a long-term relationship can bring. I think we're just not forcing it anymore. It's the options. If Jet X had Tinder and Bumble in the 90s, oh, they'd be the biggest sluts ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine it? All the people that are 50 years old now, if they were in their twenties, well, they were in their twenties in the nineties. But if they had access to Tinder and Bumble in the nineties, mm-hmm. oh my god! I think too a lot of it was okay. Going back a couple generations, um, you know, women typically stayed at home and were the bre- uh, you know the men were the breadwinners. Yes, and men kind of did whatever. And I'm when I say whatever, I mean you know could cheat and hook up with a office secretary Hell and, yeah! and women could just kind of stick around because they felt that if they left, they didn't really have the means to support themselves. So it was more, I feel like men were, yeah. Were, yeah. I find cheating to be fascinating. You know why I find it to be fascinating, Alessia? Tell me. No one really thinks about what it actually is. And let me explain. A lot of times, when you talk to somebody who gets cheated on and doesn't get out of the relationship, my mom had a friend, uh, you have this certain vibe where you're now fully processing, you're sort of repressing what's going on. All these things that you do sexually with that person, they're doing it with another person and they're sharing bodily fluid and getting a Kleenex. Oh, I'm sorry that grosses, I'm not saying you, specifically but somebody just listened to that sentence and probably got grossed out and said ew bodily fluids that's what's happening a lot of people that get cheated on they're suppressing it and they're going oh they're just talking no they're sharing bodily fluids what's worse to you an emotional cheat or a physical cheat listen there's no defending a physical cheat but i do think sometimes men and women too, when they cheat, it's a spur in the moment. I'm so mad. I just want to get laid thing. But that doesn't mean 
that they should have cheated and that relationship needs to end there. But there are some levels to it. Like if you're just cheating on your wife left and right and you're in an open relationship, I love when dudes say they're in an open relationship and then the relationship ends like six months later and then you hear from the wife and she's like, I had no idea about this open arrangement. And the man's just going around saying, oh yeah, and we're in this open relationship while she's at home watching the Dahmer documentary, wondering when you're going to come home. You're out banging some, do you see? That's what's so sad. That's what's so sad is I think people, whether man or woman, like are not mutually agreeing on the open relationship and then the other partners going off and doing their own thing. Yeah. It's just people don't want to think about what it is. People go, they, it's like thinking about dying or something. It's like, because it really will mess with your mind. Your partner is sharing bodily fluids <laughs> with somebody who is probably sharing bodily fluids with eight other people. The- Before we get to that, though, one of the biggest things is like, when you catch your man or woman- What happens? Through subtle things you find or sketchiness or intuition or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like convincing yourself like, no, this can't be what's happening. You just found something and it is what happened. And we try to convince ourselves it didn't. Have you been cheated on? No. What? No one has ever cheated on you. Not that I know of. That's no. Really? Because okay. I'm loyal to the core. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, and I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm not over here working out. Like, oh yeah, I need to go to the gym actually. But here's what I'm saying. I've had moments. It's never when I'm single. Whenever I'm deep in a relationship, I'll have some hot radio fan want to bang me, or I'll, I swear to God. It's always when I'm in a relationship that girls, and I know that sounds cocky, but I'm telling you, that's when real women, women, real women have DM'd me wanting to get a drink with me when I'm in a relationship. I hit that woman up after I go through a breakup. You literally hear nothing, nothing. Their whole turn on is ruining relationships because they can't handle one. So they want to ruin other ones to make themselves feel better. Oh my gosh. This has happened to me so many times. Like, no, I, oh my gosh. What do you think that is though? When you're, when you're women single, see it. Go on. Yeah. Women see a guy in a relationship and there's like a hotness factor. It just goes up and you want that person more. And if you're a sketchy woman that has zero integrity, then you slide in that guy's DMS knowing very well he has a family. Nope. This is not a personal story. I'm not bitter. Um, and you slide in his DMs and you're a homewrecker. And that's all I have to say. I'll leave it there. You know what is something from the past? Tell me. Is having a second family and that never coming out because of social media. It's going to come out at some point and I'm sure they can get away with it for a decade. I had somebody in my family that that happened to, but that was like MySpace era. So like it was harder to you know, hide, or it was easier to hide. Cause like, if you were in a band, you could say, I'm going to band practice for seven hours and then come back. But now when you have location finder and you got social media, it's probably harder to keep a second family. Cause you don't, cause you have access to FaceTime them at any time. A hundred percent. I think it's, but I think people are just sketchy. Like I, the fact that we're even having this conversation just makes me cringe and not want to date at all. Literally, I think I'm- Hinge is the one that you're, 
I'm Why not. are you putting it out there? No. The thing is, I have no... You know how many good dudes no, are out there? No, I have zero desire to date. I Nothing, no bone in my body is like, oh my God, I need a boyfriend. I need a husband. Like, would that be nice to have a family? Like, I'm still grieving the family that I like lost in a sense. Like, I, I just don't feel but, ready. I don't. And You're talking never, about all these sketch balls is not really exciting me for the dating field. Because for three out of five guys are scumbags. But those two out of five guys are great. I doubt You got to find the 40%. Because there's more you know scumbags. No, they're not. You know how I know they're not? How? Oof. I can't go there. Let's go to a break. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a long time ago. Happy hour. Happy hour. Hoppy Hour will be right back. Advice with Ryan Hoppy, the official shrink, is brought to you by richkbarber.com. Go to richkbarber.com. Rich Keeley, he is the best barber in all the Bay Area. Also being brought to you by westshoreprinting.com, the best printing company in, in all the Bay Area. If you are listening and you found out about the show from the business card that I gave you and you looked it up with the QR code, hey, what's happening? Yeah, that business card that you are holding is from westchaseprinting.com. This is also being brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at amiracademy.com and fitsagefitness.net. Amir now, is the best. MMA, go get trained up. Now, why? Now, let's do a little inside baseball, Alessia. Why am I doing all the live commercial reads at once? Why? Because I looked at the time spent listening, and the average amount of time spent listening was about 45 minutes out of an hour, which is really good. So right now, we're talking to the people that are going to listen for the rest of the show. So even if you listen for 45 minutes, keep listening. We're only going to do one or two commercial breaks because I did the timing and it was like 38 minutes that people were listening and that was right when I went to break a second time. I see you guys and I deliver. Happy hour. Happy hour. <laughs> Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. Whoa! Happy Hot Topic! Free Britney! Gari addresses concerns over Britney Spears' behavior on social media. Before we even get to it... I'm just getting to know you as a friend. Yeah. So I haven't really been talking to you at all for about seven years. Uh, so I don't know what you think about Free Britney. So before we get into this news clip, I want to hear the life and times of, of Alessia and what she thinks of Britney Spears. Okay. I love Britney. I grew up listening to her that a little Alessia was obsessed as Brittany had her mental breakdowns, I felt sympathetic. I feel bad that she doesn't have her boys all the time. And then she was in a relationship with that guy, Sam, who I wondered if he was serious or not. She had a miscarriage, which was super, super sad. I think truly she's just been through some trauma. I do know recently she shouted out her sister on Instagram, which caught me off guard because she's <laughs> always calling out her sister uh, not in the best way, but this one was different. This one was calling out Jamie Spears with love, with love 
and shouting her out and basically expressing her her uh, love and gratitude to her. And I was very confused. I think that's her PR team going, no one's really talked about you and you have you having a mental breakdown isn't really going to bring the news anymore because it's the same thing over and over again. Her PR team is like, how can we get Brittany in the news? What has she never done? Thank her family. You know what I like about her? What? She's not like other celebrities that they're at home and on their Instagram, they're all done up and they have their hair and makeup team at their house. She posts real raw, mostly naked photos of herself with her eyeliner. I always notice kind of smudged down her face. She has like this outdated hairstyle. Shout out to you, Brittany, though. I think you're amazing. But like no one's there glamifying her every day because if they were, it would be a completely different preview we're getting of her life on Instagram. Did you see the one from like four years ago, her uh, like Facebook live where she admitted that she almost burned down her gym? I mean- I would too if I were her. She was essentially like jailed. She didn't even know what a pedicure was. This woman is so successful, so wealthy, so worldwide famous. And this girl is talking about how her friends are in town visiting her Vegas show and she doesn't even know what a pedicure is. Hi guys, I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been in here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. Um, I had two candles and... Yeah, one thing led to another, and I burned it down. Hi, guys. So that was from about four years ago. My favorite Britney video ever. I love that she's honest, because most people would probably keep that to themselves. She has, like, this child, (laughs) childhood, childlike light about her, like this innocence, and I think that's what people vibe with. Like, her innocence. Like, she's telling the truth, and, like, her, her Instagram posts, like, her captions, she's so heartfelt. There has to be something to that. Because when you think of the most famous people, they are the ones that are that are the most real. So if Britney Spears is the most real woman out there, even if it's bizarre, that's why the other people that aren't as real are not as successful. We should all be real at all times and we would be as successful as Britney. I'm being dead serious. At whatever you want to do, if you are always real, people can read that. A hundred percent. That's why I love Britney Spears. That's the thing I love most about her is like, she is who she is. She doesn't care that short shorts are out and like low rise. I don't know if it's back in or not, but she does. She marches to the beat of her own drum. And I like that about her. I am totally fine with her pictures of her just about naked. I've never gone, oh my God. I'm so offended that Britney Spears put up an almost nude. But I will say, I know this would go against me saying she's real, but sometimes the location of the nude photo could be a little bit better. Sometimes it's like in her like bathroom and I'm like, you're an elitist. You should do it like outside on like your tennis court or something, like a flex, something that we don't have. And I know she's trying to be relatable, but it's like, come on, you're the queen of music. You deserve to be naked outside or in a classier environment. You shouldn't downgrade yourself with your naked selfie by being in a bathroom like the rest of us. But in her mind, she is like putting out the hottest shit ever. Whereas again, her photos are mediocre. She doesn't have a professional photo team. She often shows behind the scenes of her assistant taking some pictures of her on her phone. So they're not professional photos. Whereas other celebs actually have like at home, somewhat decent Instagram-ish 
photos and Britney's not like that. She's a whole other ball game. If you see any influencer with the like six figures amount of followers, so I'd say if you see an influencer that's got about 600,000 followers, that person's got pictures that are photoshopped. None of them are using their real bodies because when you see footage of them like walking down a red carpet, their knees don't look as perfect as it did in that, in that like SI uh, photo shoot or Maxim. Their body looks perfect. I have never seen a woman's body and I've been with some beautiful women and I have never seen a woman's body look like a magazine. That's not a real body. And dudes that are looking for it, oh my God, you know what really pisses me off, Alessia? You know what really grinds my gears? Tell you know me. what drives me out of this world? When people say that Ashley Graham is fat, I, love I go, get the hell out of here, you weird middle-aged millionaire white guy that prefers women that weigh 90 pounds so you can own them so you're into having the sugar daddy vibe. It's always those dudes that love that tight dress blonde that find Ashley Graham to be fat. I love the meat on the bones. If you, You're so weird if you think she's fat. And even if she was fat, she's hot as hell. Also, there's nothing wrong with fat girls. Do you know, do you know, like dudes that judge that? I'm like, well, different trends in different cultures. When it comes to body image, obviously we've seen an influx of like body positivity the last couple of years, especially on the gram, on social media platforms. And I think it's amazing and different bodies need to be represented. And I've seen not just fat bodies represented, but yes. Lizzo. <laughs> Listen, Lizzo is my girl. You don't even know me and my daughter jam out to Lizzo. Clean version, of course. That Why Are Men Not Great song is atrocious, but her new song, let me see what it is on my, oh my Spotify. God, I love Lizzo. I can't play a second of it because of copyright, but I'm going to tell you the one song that I heard Ian Beckles playing at, or it may have been one of his uh, Kava tenders at Dignitary Kava and Tea House, like my second home. I love Ian Beckles. Uh, this song that I heard, I believe his uh, Kava Tender Bill playing, About Damn Time by Lizzo, mm. that is my jam. I, I it's can't... about damn time. Yes, thank you. Sing Wait it, a cause... minute. I'm going to need a little sentimental man I... woman pump me up. Sorry. No, we can't I afford to pay. I just butchered the lyrics. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Alessia, we can't afford to play real music on here. We can't even really afford to play fake music because even that music is copyrighted. This is a very dry show. That sounds weird. Uh, please, because we're not able to get About Damn Time by Lizzo, sing your best version so we at least have a version of it for oh this my podcast. Gosh, I ha do I even know all the lyrics? You said you listen with your daughter. I do. If I load up the lyrics, I think you could totally oh do it. Gosh. Because you got to remember that you can't just bring up Mm -hmm. a I have song to sing. you gotta at least i want to go back to body positivity do we Hell have yeah. lyrics you are celebrating body positivity i love by having the lyrics up. oh my gosh all right oh gosh just sing the top part okay oh i love this one me and my daughter have a handshake to i it. told you this is a different song but i'll sing it i do my hair toss check my nails baby how you feeling feeling good as hell Yep, that's right. We don't have copyright <laughs> on the show. So that was the closest we're Okay, that's it. But back to body positivity. I love it. And it's not just, 
you know, larger women, plus size women. It's men being represented in all shapes and sizes more. It's the disabled community being represented. It's people of all walks of life. And I vibe with that. Like, do you feel you as long as you feel good and you feel like dressing how you want to dress, you go for it. I am. I don't think I don't do these man, woman, like has to dress this way, that way. And also this is weird, weird segue, but I think men expect a certain body type because they're so into porn that they expect every woman they're with. Sorry, can I say that? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I am vo- I said bodily fluids before. <laughs> At what part? And I also play this sound effect. At what point did you think this show was clean? Okay. So all I'm saying is I think men watch so much porn and women, but you expect your partner to like be looking like that. Like I once had a guy, this is a lot of information. Please give like, it. Tell me like I needed to like, you know, not have as much hair down there. And I think because women who are porn stars don't really do that unless that's the thing you search. But Again, I think this body type thing, like they expect you to be that way and then they see the Instagram models and it's also an outdated mentality of like this thinner woman. Do you notice that it's always the creepy dudes that don't like the hair down there? If you are a normal dude that can accept the age of the woman you are going out with and you don't have some younger fantasy, because whenever a dude wants it to be shaved down there, they're into younger women and they're trying to envision that you're younger. That the, is that why? I think I it's think weird. so. I think it's weird. I think we are like you know. However you want to do it, hair, no hair, natural, not whatever. hair. Please, it's, I like but. the natural. I oh my, I don't get men. You know when a woman everybody looks has the a app, preference. You know no, but this is correct because this is actual human animal nature. You know when God, there's nothing better than when you're in a relationship. And you wake up next to that person and they look awful. Oh my God, their hair's messy. They smell and they barely have any makeup from the previous night. That is the pure beauty of the woman because that's the actual woman. Not all the makeup and all the pressure while you're playing Xbox in the other room and they're getting ready for two hours. That woman's nice too. You go to Burns, have a fancy meal that someone else pays for. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe a lightning game. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the natural beauty. Like whenever a girl like you're dating, if you're not living with her and she sends you a good morning selfie and she just rolled out of bed. Oh my God. There's nothing better. More men need to appreciate this. I'm going to repeat that. More men need to appreciate this and women for your man too. But that's the thing with men. They see the Instagram models. I go to this topic because it's such a problem with so many of my girlfriends like and their and their husbands boyfriends fiancés it's like they they have this fixation with like Instagram models and like just like hot girls on Instagram and it's like the swiping and they have it at their fingertips and people don't appreciate just a, a woman as she is what i loved every episode i'm going to do this and i have to say it what i loved about spain 
was the women were natural. There wasn't, yeah. there wasn't Botox. There wasn't filler. Yes, there are women that do that there, but it was so natural. I remember seeing this gorgeous Spanish guy sitting at a table with his date and the woman, beautiful woman, no makeup on, hair in a messy bun at this cute restaurant. Oh my God, you would never see that here in Tampa Bay. Man. You would never see, it was just a different, men liked the natural there and I need to go back there. It's just easier to keep up. God, that'd be amazing if Ybor City had, a no makeup night and you saw the women that are out in Ebor looking what? hot. Good. Oh my God, Brian. <laughs> they would, you would run away. You'd be like, oh my God, that's what you look like? Ryan, we need to have an event and it should be no makeup Wear your pajama pants. And underwear, yeah. <laughs> like, no makeup night, ladies. Let's see what you really look like. Dudes, too. <laughs> Actually, but it's so hard for an ugly dude to hide that they're ugly. Like, they're ugly. But women can hide it so easily. I, think I know that sounds sexist, but that is the truth. There is something about the way a man always looks. I would say... What's equivalent to a woman putting on makeup and looking prettier than she actually is, is a dude dressing really well. I feel like a dude dressing really well is a way to look better. Right. 100%. I think, I mean, there's just so much with women and beauty. That's all, all the history, all the things. And it's more mainstream for women to have work done and all that. I was going to say what I love are the, the videos on Instagram where a woman, it's a makeup tutorial and the person transforms from like no face of makeup to like what they look like all glammed up. And I love those. And I send them to my ex sometimes to kind of be like, see what I mean? And he's like, oh my God, women are shape shifters. Like Unless look at how they look like they don't even really look like that and i'm like yes that's the damn point like we don't that's its own story unless you are talking about what school supplies need to be purchased for your kids or when to have him come over to pick up the kids for his weekend duties why the hell are you conversing with your ex why the hell are you talking to your ex Oh my God. Well, sometimes we send each other memes. Why? He Once is your in a ex. While. Yeah, I need to stop doing that. I think you're 100% right. Do it right. now. I need to cut the cord. You know what you need to do? Yeah. What? I know you can't afford this, but We're you should do to it have anyway. a good co parenting you should, relationship. You should, yeah. Don't send him passive aggressive memes. Oh, that sounds so healthy. I want to rub it in his face. Oh, it sounds like everything's perfect over there. I send him funny ones too. I don't just Why? send passive aggressive ones. You should, uh, here's what you should do. Okay. You should get like a crappy flip phone or a crappy old iPhone 4. And that's the phone that you communicate with to talk about things with the kids. And you have a second phone that he has no reach out towards. So if, or that second phone could be the new phone and you don't tell him unless he's listening to this or somebody relays it to him. Cause then when you're out on a date or you're at the gym, you leave the other phone at home cause he's got the kids. So either way, you don't need to bring the phone with you. And when you're out and about, you'll never get a text from that person and you'll always be in the moment. Cause I assume and I'm not trying to be long winded, but this is my show, but I do assume that when you're out and about, you're at the lightning game with your grandma and your mom and your daughter and your son, and you're having a wonderful time. Let's say you're, you get to the game at 4 p.m. Around 8.15, the game's going on. They're tied 1-1, goes into the second uh, period, and your ex texts you, and the rest of the night's ruined. Am I correct? Hmm. In any way, where it changes the vibe. Like, you have a good time, but it's like the before and after moment. 
I will say him Tell and me. I have a decent relationship where we're working to like communicate and we still have this friendship where we joke about certain things. You shouldn't be but friends. But you're right. But you're right. We could back backpedal a little you bit. You can never be friends with your ex. Oh my God. I don't care what anybody ever says. I'm curious if anyone is listening and doing a co-parenting relationship, if you are or are not friends with your ex. Do you guys do Christmas together still? I want to know. Or if you're single. Are you like best friends with your ex? No, but when you have children, I think it changes the dynamic. That's what I'm doing. I'm saying they should call 856-49-HOPPY if they are co-parenting and they're friends with their ex or 856-494-6773. It's the same number. If you are single and you're friends with your ex. Listen, I know there's probably people out there that can do it, but that's a special person. Like shout out to Ben Swig and Nikki DeBartolo. They wrote our happy divorce from 1025 The Bone and the Migs and Swig show at my old job. And that didn't happen overnight. Do you think they I'll find my Travis Barker? What's up? Do you think I'll find my Travis Barker? Courtney. Courtney Kardashian. Why the hell? Yeah. From Would she you let, want she Travis had, Barker? She had a co-parenting. She still does have a co-parenting relationship with Scott. And she has found Travis. And I also have loved Travis because I'm a huge Blink-182 fan since I was like in elementary school. So oh, I would take so him all day. Are you saying right now? Yeah. Let me finish. Are you saying right now that you want to be Kourtney Kardashian? Sure. Do you know who Kourtney has to deal with? Oh my gosh. Here we go. What's up? Shayna Moakley. That sociopathic piece of garbage. His ex, the blonde, who's crazy, who's a nut job, who's a sociopath, who's out of her mind. You don't know about Travis yes. Barker's- Yes. Didn't they have a show? Oh, it sounds so wonderful being Kourtney Kardashian, having to deal with Shayna Moakley. They never worry about her. They don't even talk about her. You don't think no. they're hanging out, playing Scrabble, and all of a sudden she texts? No. I, I think I think Travis and Courtney I, are so I love their relationship. I really do, and I'm happy for Courtney. She suffered with Scott for so long. I relate to her so deeply. She really wanted it to work with Scott. And he played her for what was that girl's name? A younger I'm I'm blanking. Miss Daddy Issues, I believe her name was. Yes. And and you know, Courtney finally no finally came around and found Travis and it seems like they vibe. I don't think- Because of, of a hit. social media picture. Oh, everything's perfect. You don't think Shayna Mokler is awful to deal with. You don't think that they're hanging out in their huge mansion going, hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, baby. And you don't think that they're having that conversation and he gets a text from Shayna with her sociopathic bipolar meltdown and he's going- and it ruins the mood. You don't think it's a little hard for Kourtney Kardashian to deal with that? You're out of your mind. I don't know. I know, I know, like, social media is deceiving with the photos and it's not real life. Like, things I've posted too. Have you hung sure. out with them? No, obviously not. But I did see Travis Barker uh, skating, um, skateboarding. Downtown oh, I'm St. sure Pete. he totally did that with his old ass body. He probably filmed that for 12 seconds and then, like, pulled his back. Also, I want to ask you, because you're not that much older than me, but uh, when you were like 29, because I had oh scoliosis God. surgery 14, 15 years ago. Did you? Yeah, it was awful. It was very weird. It was like I died because they gave me a medicine. I was out and I woke up two seconds later and they said, we just worked on your back for nine hours and went by in two seconds. Very weird. Very bizarre. I remember thinking I was up late that night because I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get so much sleep during that. It was just, I was out like Michael Jackson and all of a sudden 
I couldn't have fluid or food for a whole day and my back hurt and my mouth was dry because it was like 76 degrees in the uh, hospital because it was in a bad neighborhood in 2009 in Chicago. It was awful. My back recently has been hurting and I don't know because you're in the 30 club. Is that just something that kind of happens? I'm in the 30 club. I didn't know that was a song, but that There's worked. a song too. Welcome to the club. Okay, yeah. Um, yesterday, last night, speaking of my co-parent, he came over to help me build in the middle of the night, in the dark, outside, um, our kids' trampoline that um, a relative got them for Christmas. It came to the door and we decided to try to build it together. And I'm kid you not, building this trampoline, my back was in pain after. And I'm like, oh my God, like, am I older? And I, I work out here and there. I love me some yoga and it hurt. It definitely hurt just building a trampoline. Every day I think of about nine things that I'm going to do that I never do. And I go, oh, today's the day. It's going to be me doing it for 12 days in a row. Yoga is one of those things. Every day I think about yoga or I'll see someone post it on TikTok or whatever. And I go, I should do some yoga right now. And then I never do it. You know, I'm a certified yoga instructor, right? We could do yoga. No, we need to. We need to have like a happy hour yoga. But um. Yeah, years ago before yoga was ever mainstream and everybody had their yoga teacher training certificate. Everyone's got it now. Everybody has it now. YouTube helped. Yeah, I got it. I wanted it. It was back in hmm, 2012, 20, yeah, 2012. And so I love it. I think yoga is great. Mind, body, soul. I need to get back there. I need to get back there. And you said something about like setting a 12-day thing. Do you have any... Oh, I just pulled that number out of, out of my ass. I don't actually have anything planned, which was the whole point of me saying that is I I love making plans I'm not going to do. Oh, New Year's resolution 2023, quit interrupting Alessia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have any things? New headphones. We have a few things on our list. Yeah. Send them in. Hey we- Santa, where you at, buddy? Yeah, we're accepting Christmas gifts. I wonder if uh, Cardi B got this as a Christmas gift or if she paid for it. Whatever you do, don't get shots. Cardi B is sharing her unfiltered thoughts on butt injections. In an Instagram Live earlier this week, the up rapper got candid about her experience with cosmetic procedures and revealed that in August, she got the majority of the biopolymers that had been injected into her butt removed. I actually removed yeah. my shots off my butt. Wow. I removed 95% of it. How does her butt look now? You said you liked natural. You better not be a hypocrite. Oh, they they probably can't show it because of uh, indecency, even though they promote religion. I mean, I I don't really see one. I think a lot of people are removing their Brazilian butt lifts. They're having reverse surgery. They're getting their shots dissolved. That's what it's called. It's called dissolving a shot. I think also this has to do with body trends and it's so sad. I don't know if she did this personally for a medical reason or not, but I also think body trends really affect surgeries now like people are getting reverse things based on what body trends are and we're going back to that heroin thin look that everybody wanted in the 90s oh let's bring back the 90s oh such a good era there are so many bad parts of the of the 90s it's almost like there's a show on vice tv called the dark side of the 90s where a lot of rich and elite people took they really took advantage of a lot of other people and corporations. Oh, but the, the 90s were so amazing with the president that got impeached. I know. You get it? 
Everybody is obsessed with the 90s. I wonder in 2050 what they're going to say about the but 2020s. But it's a trend. It's a trend. Everything's a trend. What about in 2050? What are they going to say about the 2020s? Oh, I love the 4 million people that died or how many it's been. And I love not leaving my house. We're already romanticizing it. That was awful for my ADHD not leaving the house. Mm-hmm, oh, but I miss it because I had no responsibilities. What about her butt shots? Let's talk about those. So what do you think? All the way, I all the way support you if you want to do observations to your body, if you love your body, whatever I'm all the way with it. But do not get shots. I think, and this is a controversial thing, mm-hmm. if any woman gets work done, yeah. she has no confidence. Oh, Everybody's going to age. Everybody's getting older. Unless you're like getting like Botox to make your cheeks look younger, but you work out at the gym. So you're just trying to look young. Like you work for it. But if you're like somebody that's just trying to look young, like you're just saying that you must look young because you have no talents in a workplace that replaces women with no talents that aren't as pretty. And that's just a fact. It's not right. But you're saying, I don't believe in my talents. So I have to be pretty to be hired for that job at 45. Is it that? Is it keeping up? Is it your culture? Is it the where you work, your group of friends? It really is all of the above. Like it's, It really is the five people you surround yourself with. It, hundred. It's Listen, like women here in the U.S., we're all trying to keep up. In Tampa Bay, for sure, like a former client of mine is a Medispa and you see the the work they're doing. It's not like before where it was like every year something new came out. Now it's like every month there's some new procedure you can have done and everybody wants it. Again, I think it's the people you surround yourself with. Also, um, who you date and what they say about your looks so you forever are damaged about somebody that you shouldn't <laughs> care about their opinion because they weren't meant for you and the whole time that relationship was a sham. Uh, Alessia, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Alessia underscore Calandra. I almost said dot com. (laughs) 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 On Instagram or Facebook. Follow me, DM me. I would love to chat with you. At Ryan Hoppy. Damn it. Fuck. I didn't charge my phone. I mean, it's at a very measly 74%, but I... Damn it. On that phone that I'm mad at right now, you can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio, at Ryan Hoppy Radio on IG, Snapchat, Hoppy in the Morning on all social media, Hoppy Hour Radio on all social media, RyanHoppyRadio.com. This is being brought to you by RichKBarber.com, WestChasePrinting.com, FitzHFitness.net, and AmirAcademy.com. We're on every single platform that has a podcast, which it kind of doesn't make sense to promote it because we're already listening on one, of the, on, one, on one of those platforms, but we're on Spotify, TuneIn, Spreaker, Apple. I'm I tired. Heard. I'm tired already. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. And like that, Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.